Admit it, you think that cybercrime is something that happens to other people. You know it's true. You never think that it's going to happen to you. You may think that no one wants your data or that hackers can't grab your passwords or your credit card details, but you'd be wrong. You know you're wrong. And deep in your heart, you know. Listen, stealing data from unsuspecting people on public Wi-Fi is one of the simplest and cheapest ways for hackers to make money. And when you leave your internet connection unencrypted, you might as well be writing your passwords and your credit card numbers on a huge billboard for the rest of the world to see. That's why, and I use this personally, I believe in it strongly, especially as much as I travel as many public places as I'm in, I took action and I protect myself from cyber criminals. I use ExpressVPN. I love it. I didn't even really know this was a thing. And then I discovered it, and now like I panic to not use ExpressVPN when I'm on public Wi-Fi. ExpressVPN secures and anonymizes your internet browsing by encrypting your data and hiding your public IP address. ExpressVPN has easy-to-use apps that run seamlessly in the background of your computer, phone, and tablet. And turning on ExpressVPN protection only takes one click. I got the app. I just, boom, hit it. There it is if I'm on my phone and on Wi-Fi. Using ExpressVPN, I can safely surf on public Wi-Fi without being snooped on or having my personal data stolen. And for less than $7 a month, you can get the same ExpressVPN protection that I have. ExpressVPN is rated number one VPN service by TechRater and comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So here's the deal. I want you to protect yourself, protect your online activity today. You can find out how. And not only that, you can get three months of free, I love free, ExpressVPN. You can go to expressvpn.com slash watchchad. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash watchchad for three months free with a one-year package. Visit expressvpn.com slash watchchad to learn more. And you know what? Just kick those cyber criminals out of your life. I'm tired. I'm tired, but I feel good. My brain is like locked in. It was a, it was a fantastic Memorial Day weekend um, and reflecting on folks who have sacrificed so that we could sit here with our free speech and come to you via podcast and and just through the airwaves. And, and thank God for the men and women who put on that uniform and sacrificed their lives for our liberty. It's something we'll never take lightly. Happy to be back with the crew, as always, sitting here with Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians over here in the hot seat. We're going to come to you with some uh, big news today. And mm-hmm. and hot news, Natalie, she's a little under the weather, so our prayers go out to her. Did you have a good weekend? Yes, had a yeah. great weekend. Yeah. What does, a, what does a queen of the Ethiopians do on a holiday weekend? On a holiday weekend, just reset, relax. Yeah. Enjoy spending time. Yeah. That's good. good. I love relaxing. Nothing beats relaxing. We grilled a lot of meat. I have the gout in both of my ankles now. I keep complaining about it. I'm trying not to complain, but uh, I had the home health nurse that uh-huh. made a house call the other night, and I didn't get out of bed or put on pants or anything. She just came in there Lovely. and stuck me with a steroid shot and uh, um, um, Tordal shot, which is beautiful, and then uh-huh. I had to go again yesterday to get another Tordal shot. And so we're fighting it. We're battling it. Party foul Steve's over there. If you followed him over so on social media over the weekend, he had an adventure. He had his daughter Ashton and his uh, and his grandbaby in town. And I don't yeah. know if y'all saw Ashton's live feed video where Steve <laughs> put makeup on Ashton's face. We had fun. You did have fun. <laughs> it was fun to watch. You clowned her up. But you know the yeah. funny thing about Ashton? She's such a beautiful girl. That even with you putting makeup on her, she still looked she, good. She did look good, and she looks great without makeup. So it's uh, 
either way, but uh, Candace, trying to help her. Would you her. allow? Would you let party foul Steve put makeup on your face? Um, I would. I would be a little hesitant. <laughs> um. Oh, you didn't watch my video then. If she did, she'd still be hesitant. I missed it. Yeah. We, we got Brandon, the barn burner over there. Barn burning Brandon. He's sitting over there in the peanut gallery as well. Brandon's my stepson. You've heard him before on the podcast. What's up? Brandon's got tons of insight, and in, uh, uh, we're going to bring it to you today. So, Brandon, you feel good? Yeah. Yeah? What did you do yesterday? Um, battled a cold. Yeah, you're still battling that cold, aren't you? Yeah. Well, if you I, cough, I cough, cough on Steve. No. Yeah. But you still had fun. Yeah. You went to the fair. I didn't go to the fair. It was fun. Yeah, I didn't even know they were having a fair. Yeah. And here I am hobbling all around it, just spending money on gout feet. Yeah. Anyway, I'm scared of those fair rides, man. I bet you amongst all the people working there, there were only like 60 teeth combined. Oh. It just. And then they had signs up everywhere that said they were meeting at the Ferris wheel at 9 p.m. They were accepting volunteers to come tear it all down. Oh, that's I not saw good. It. I saw it drive by us on the interstate on the way over here On the way over here today. It's weird, man. I wonder if they had volunteers to try to help set the thing up. See, that's what spooks me. I don't ride that stuff. I feel like you would have a lot of extra parts at the end of the setup. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, just put them in that box over there. We'll sort it out later. It's not even bolted to the ground. Yeah. It's like, uh, I don't like it. I don't. I just don't like it. Puppet Master Mark, what's up, buddy? You hanging out? Just hanging out. Yeah. Yep. Did you uh, get some get some sun party this weekend? I went out. Yeah, I went out to uh, the pool of my apartment for a little bit. And how's that? How's the there? scenery at your apartment pool? It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. It's funny. Oh my goodness, we had a little fender bender yesterday on thirty five. People ran into us. It, we're all okay though. Jade's neck's a little sore, but whatever. My car, pounds. man, it's got it's one of those cars that has so many safety features uh-huh. that like now you have to reset everything because it all the little well, sensors are like yeah off. because yeah. it becomes like a transformer it just <laughs> it does all these things to move to protect your body. We were on our way over to Graham and Alyssa Allen. Graham Allen has now moved to Fort Worth, Texas, uh, so he could be here at the Blaze Studios and do his show Rant Nation and uh, Dear America podcast. So we went over and did a little housewarming with them and hung out and. It was good. Glad they're here. So anyway, the news. Let's talk about the news. We skipped it yesterday. We did a little fun episode with Party Foul Steve and Mm -hmm. talked about things he doesn't know. And let me just say, everybody wants to jump on Party Foul Steve. And and I was going to comment on there, and everybody's like, oh, I can't believe he doesn't know these things. I defy any one of you to come sit down in the hot seat and let me ask you some questions with the cameras and the microphones. And there's a reason I travel with Party Foul, because he's got, he's got the street smart. So there's a lot of wisdom in this kid, uh, and there's a reason why I travel with him. Um, how, it's, not how, for, it's not for all the book knowledge. How boring would it be if I sat over there and gave all the correct answers? We wouldn't do that yeah. segment. It would be horrible. Like we would never do the segment. So Yeah. Hopefully but. everyone learned a few things. <laughs> I did. I learned a couple. Yeah, a lot of people did. Yeah, a lot of people did. But so. I love how people try to show me up, and they're like, "They're not all, all. All those ships are not named after states." There was the Hancock, and I'm like, "They said just saying." I love when people try to prove you wrong with just saying. Well, the Hancock him. wasn't a, a battleship; it was a carrier. Oh, just there you go. saying. Did you comment back? Yeah, yeah. I, I told him the Hancock yeah. wasn't a battleship. Somebody so. called me a hand job. I don't know if that is that a compliment or is that a they called you that yeah they're like oh, this guy's a real hand job and I'm thinking hey <laughs> it's nothing better than a good hand job oh here we go it's party right. time mom my mom texted me last night she said the last few uh, podcasts have been very good and shareable 
shareable. <laughs> well, we just ruined that with Steve. So anyway, it's Tuesday. I want to get into the news. I want to talk about some things that are going on. Hey, we're happy you guys are watching. Go over to YouTube, check it out, and also subscribe wherever podcasts are available. And when you subscribe to my uh, YouTube channel, hit the little bell that's up at the top so you get a notification when a new one comes in. I know we do a lot of stuff, um, and, and people have a hard time keeping up with it. It is what it is. We're having fun. Well, let's talk about this 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 top news thing that about Mount Everest. Mount Everest, yeah. Would you climb Mount, like... Do, I, are you like a mountain climbing personality? I think I would, given the opportunity. Yeah. I think I honestly would. But after this week's story is maybe taking a little bit more time to assess that decision. Like you would but try so, to climb like Mount Everest? Yeah. I think that'd be cool. Like we're talking, what, 60, 61,000 feet exactly. in the air. You've never even flown on an airplane that high. That's the right. thing that freaks me out about that because, like, even private jets don't fly that high. Mm-hmm. That's you're going into space. That's the stratosphere. There's no oxygen up there. No oxygen at all. A lot of like training has to go into being able to breathe and yeah. conserve the air in your like tanks that you have to haul. Like I have problems walking up the stairs at my house. Like that's yeah. an issue with me. Maybe you would skip this one. Yeah, I don't think Sit so. Sit it out. Eleven people have died trying to reach the summit of Everest mm-hmm. just this year. We're only in May, right? Exactly. That's the world's tallest mountain. And the thing is, they're lining up to do it. Exactly. Yeah, over 381 permits have been issued this year, which is like a record for Nepal. And you have to take into account that that number is almost like doubled because everyone has a guide with them and like extra people, extra Sherpas to carry equipment up the mountain with them. And when you talk about equipment, you're talking about like frou-frou equipment. Like these are rich people who are going up. Yeah. So a problem that they've had a a lot over the past years is that a lot of affluent people want to put that on their resume, want to be able to say that they climbed Everest. But the bad thing is they don't have proper training in it. And so they rely heavily on the Sherpas to get them up the mountain. And so there's been a lot of like, I guess, controversy amongst the Sherpas who are now in charge of carrying like Wi-Fi routers and like flat screen TVs <laughs> to bring them, you know, the comforts of home in sub-zero temperatures. As I mean, you're to talking climb. about going into freezing space. Exactly. For the most part, where, you know, uh, like I just don't, yeah, I just don't want to do it. You know, I mean, but it's crazy. People are lined up because there's a window to get in with the good weather. Mm-hmm. Like, Brandon, would you, is this like, do you have an adventurous spirit in that regard? Oh, yeah. If I had the chance to climb Everest, I would definitely. I mean, I would go through the train. But you have no idea what you're even talking about. It's just an idea in your head. You're 12. What do you know? You'd probably make it. Yeah. You're just dumb enough to make it. You're just like, <laughs> I just don't know enough. So I'm just going to go do it. That could be the yeah. key. It might be the key. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, you have the uh, trainer that's like, dude, I don't know if you make it. And, like, see. Steve, would you do it? Nope. Nope. See, 20 years ago, I would have. No. Now, no. I'd be like, I would there's got to be have. an easier way to get up there. <laughs> 20 years ago, you would have? Yeah, no. 20 years ago, I would have. Yeah. I mean, there's no Maybe problem. 30 there's years just ago. no way. I have no desire whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, stuff like that is just, uh-uh. But they're also offering them at like bargain prices, which is also another issue. Because <laughs> people Here's are like, "Here's your coupon code to die for less." Yeah, they're Grouponing Mount Everest, and it's not working out very well. It's probably better uses for a Sherpa, anyway. Imagine yeah. how cool that would be to like say you climb Mount Everest, you know? Yeah, that's true. You get- Imagine how cool it would be to say you died on it. 
I mean, that's a thing. And they leave you up there if you die. Exactly. They, they can't get dead you down. People laying they can everywhere. bring the Wi-Fi router back, but they're not bringing your yeah. body back. You have to yeah. bring the router back. They, there's uh, landmarks along the pathway that are actually a uh, guy in purple suit. And that's how they identify our green shoes. And that's how you identify where you're at on the mountain. You're my Sherpa, Steve. Yeah. You're my Sherpa on the road. <laughs> that makes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Sherpa. I so, think I drank one of those at the 7-Eleven. <laughs> Is there anything on the planet you haven't drank, Steve? No, probably not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, y'all like Chick-fil-A. Love Chick-fil-A. Yeah, who doesn't? Especially on Sundays. <laughs> yeah, right? That's when you crave it. Crave it when it's most. absolutely closed you like, down. You like your Chick-fil-A fan, Mark? The oh, yeah. The food itself? Oh, yeah. I love Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Brandon, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I have people every now and then. Like, my mother-in-law, I did a video that went viral several months ago talking about how my mother-in-law said she didn't really care for Chick-fil-A. And and I really just abused her in a video, and everybody was mad at me for giving my mother-in-law a hard time. Trust me, she could take it. Um, I like Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. I like Chick-fil-A as a business model yeah. more than anything. Their hospitality. Exactly. And they do. I mean, they it's like there's you never get – if you notice how many fast food chains are trying to copy Chick-fil-A. Oh, mm-hmm. everything from saying my pleasure to lining up in the parking lot to take your order. Yeah. None it's, of them uh, are They'll be out on the though. interstate before you know None of them are good at it, like Chick-fil-A. They really have it down to a science. Yeah, Steve and I were in Atlanta, Georgia, and we we were right across the street from Chick-fil-A, so for breakfast we would run through there. They had multiple stations set up. One would take your order, then you'd pull up to the next one that would give you a receipt. It was just Mm -hmm. amazing how they had this thing. That is the best part about Chick-fil-A is they are so good at, you know, you don't order with a machine. You actually see the people. It's like being at an actual restaurant. Yeah. You're at a drive-thru. And it's I, fast. That's what makes Chick-fil-A so good. So, like, even if there's a long line at Chick-fil-A, and I love all these people that want to talk about Chick-fil-A boycott and Chick-fil-A, but I don't care if you're in New York or California. There's always a line at Chick-fil-A. Mm-hmm. People want to go in there and get it because people do admire it. And, um, yeah. So, is he muted or unmuted? I think he was muted for a second. Yeah. yeah. All right. He's muted yeah. now. Well, you can leave him off of mute. Just don't cough in the thing. That's oh, the technicalities over there. Don't give Steve party foul Steve. He wants Steve. Don't give party foul Steve too many buttons to push over there. What are you talking about? I'll push them all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, and and of course, you know, Chick-fil-A's caught the grief over the years about being quote unquote homophobic. There's nothing homophobic about them. Mm -hmm. They just have a religious conviction that says that they believe that marriage is between a man and a woman. Most of the world does believe that. Uh, That doesn't make you homophobic. It just says this is what our religious belief is. And so people have said, well, they're a hate group. Oh, come on. I mean, but I've seen gay people that work at Chick fil A. Well, I know they don't gay have a people problem. that work at Chick fil A. I mean, they, they were just They were just fine. Like that paycheck. Those people yes. that are saying that about Chick fil A are the same people that you see at Chick fil A all the time. Oh, yeah, they're on the sly. It's like it's like a vegetarian sneaking into a burger joint. On the down yeah, low. So his wife doesn't <laughs> find out. But so the FAA, the Federal Aviation Administration, is investigating Texas' San Antonio International Airport in New York's Buffalo, Niagara. International Airport over allegations of religious discrimination following the exclusion of the fast food chain Chick-fil-A from their premises, according to a new report. Now, what do you think about that, Candace? I think that's pretty crazy. It's going to get it's going to get intense. And we had covered the uh, Texas San Antonio one quite a while back when they first I think they tried to stop them from moving into the airport originally. Maybe they got fully set up in the airport and now they're bringing in. 
Well, isn't that interesting? Like, you don't hear Chick-fil-A being outraged about it. It's everybody yeah, no. else kind of coming to their defense on that. And that's the thing. They they faced, you know, Chick-fil-A obviously has faced the backlash, and, and a lot of people want to boycott them. But the executive director, Rodney Bullard for Chick-fil-A Foundation, said uh, that the organization's mission is to help the community a higher calling that outweighs any political or cultural war that's being waged. So we'll see how this thing comes out. I mean, Chick-fil-A, I think, is the third largest fast food franchise in the world. Yeah, has to be something like that. Yeah. yeah, I think they're the third largest, and people love them. I mean, they're definitely a crowd favorite. Everybody loves the Chick-fil-A, and I support Chick-fil-A as much as I can. And it's not; it doesn't have anything. To, I just like the way they do a value model of business. Mm-hmm. It's a value model. That's yeah. why they close on Sundays. Think about how many millions, if not billions of dollars they could make. If they stayed open on Sundays, but they don't do it because it's a value model. Exactly. It's a value-based model of doing business. And I think there's a lot lot more folks that need to do that. And they haven't, like, withered away from that either because, like, some companies could have just given in the first time that they got pushback. But they've, you know, they've stuck true to their values and their beliefs. And I don't think they're going to really hurt. If, like, people try to boycott, I don't think people are actually going to Yeah, and it's really hard to get it. a Chick-fil-A franchise. It's really hard to get one. But if you get one, it's not a very expensive franchise to buy into. Mm-hmm. And I know when Truett Cathy was alive, I know of people who he just gave them the franchise. Oh, wow. Because they, cool. they, if you were going to get a franchise, you had to go and interview with Truett Cathy. And you had to sit down with him in his office. And if he really liked you and he felt like, like there were times when he gave people mm-hmm. the franchise. But you really had to be sharp. And and it was one of those things, and so um, they've 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 made people a lot of money. And I want to skip over something because it's kind of on this uh, this topic. And let's talk about McDonald's, which I love McDonald's. Everybody knows I love McDonald's. It's not keto friendly, but I could eat McDonald's every day of my life. I have no shame in saying it. Big Mac, double sauce. Yeah, exactly. Steve loves the fact that I like the number one with extra Mac sauce. Just do love it. That's your signature order. It is. Yeah. It's With messy, and cut. I love it. Like Steve, Steve's one of those guys who loves to make fun of what everybody else eats. He, he yeah. he's always Have like, "Where Brandon, are you getting that?" Because I freaking want it. Brandon had a milkshake this morning for breakfast, along with his McGriddle. It's because he's hanging out with me. And then drank a Coke. And I'm like, He was Gosh. giving him a hard time. Steve loves to, but anybody that's ever watched Steve, Steve's never put food in his mouth that his hand did not touch that's the right. entire. That's right. I like food you can eat with your hands. And you like to touch it all. That's right. Like some people pick a <laughs> I don't fry even need, out of the box. I don't even need forks and spoons. Steve touches the whole thing. Like like I've seen Steve eating buffalo wings and just collecting the bones in his other hand. <laughs> like just holding a whole pile of bones, Mark. Like he watches it and he's like, I've got to put this whole hand on there. But then he wants to yeah. make fun of how, what everybody else eats. Yeah. Why are you getting that? I'm like, take me to my, I, want, I need breakfast this morning. No, you don't. Yes, I freaking do. He's trying to look I out just, for you. I, you I'm, really, no, I'm against most it. all anything they shove food out a window at you. And that even Chick-fil-A, I only go there occasionally. Yeah, I don't he, like fast food. Baloney. Nope. You eat plenty of it. Uh-oh. Nope. Only because I'm forced to being on the road, but I don't like it. He sacrifices for you, Chad. He I'd sacrifices. Really go to, I'd rather go to Cracker Barrel. <laughs> See, I hate Cracker Barrel. Yeah. I don't hate it, but I don't like it. I don't like sitting right there on top of somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> but you do. Hey, it's, you, a notch it's, above, like, it's a notch above Golden Corral. <laughs> it's like, they, it's like I like Golden Corral. It's something oh. about that. Like, I got a buddy, my buddy Lou Kramer in Atlanta. Um he he's like I, he refuses to go to like a Chinese buffet, which I love the Chinese buffet. And I'm like 
I'm not going to go eat food that's been sitting out there and people breathing on it all day long. And I'm like, but dude, you'll go to the mall, to the food court, and go oh, to Panda yeah. Express. What do you think? He's like, yeah, but that's different. <laughs> and I'm like, how is it different? It's if anything, it's worse because at least at the Chinese buffet, you're changing out the food. You know? Yeah. You're changing out the food. Now, I love fast food. It loves me back. It's part of my downfall. Like, you can always tell where I am in my life, where I am in my life, if you get in my car or truck and you'll see the bags in the floorboard. Because at that point in time, I just don't care. I've just given up on life for that six weeks. Understandable. Do you like fast food? I do. I mean, I can only for like a short stint of time and then it's like, it's old. One of my favorite things in the world is to go, is, is to bring it home. The Big Mac, the extra sauce, the fries, and just put it on a plate with ketchup uh-huh. and just eat it off the plate, not out of the bag. Right. It's just one of my favorite things, Mark. I'm weird like that. Like, like I have little time. things that I like. Like, Brandon, tell him if I go to CC's Pizza, which I love CC's Pizza. Anyone? Anyone? If you don't have CC's Pizza, that's the that's the pizza buffet. You could, I call it the trough. You can go in there and just <laughs> belly up and eat pizza. Pizza is one of my favorite things. What do I do when I go to CC's? Do you remember my habit? Only at CC's do I do this. I take oh, Thousand know. Island. I put the Thousand Island dressing on the plate, and I dip my pizza. I'll only do that at CC's. There's no other pizza on the planet I want to put Thousand Island dressing on. No. Wait, Thousand Island dressing, though? Thousand Island dressing. Isn't that random? I don't know about that, Chad. I've you done that as a kid. Thousand Island, that's probably what Mac sauce is, isn't it? I think For the most part, yeah. yeah. I think so. A little so bit there's probably A little bit tangier. All right. A little tangier. The Mac sauce is. But yeah. Anyway, McDonald's. Bill de Blasio, of course, is the New York City mayor. Um, I personally think the man is, is a moron, and so do the people of New York City. He's run the city in the ground. I mean, he has taken the city back 30 years. And now he wants to run for president. Is he still doing that? Is that still a thing? And he yeah. like candidate number 47 for yeah, the close. Democratic Party. But close. he has vowed. I am so sick of these virtue signaling people. He's vowed to boycott McDonald's until it hikes minimum wage to $15. Mm. So Bill de Blasio is going to make a statement. You know, you see the old McDonald's signs that says billions and billions served. But de Blasio is going to boycott. Like, seriously, Bill, how much McDonald's were you eating that you feel like your boycott is going to make a dent in McDonald's. And the best part is it's like his whole campaign team is joining in on him with this boycott. <laughs> and it comprises of a total of six people. God bless um, them. Who've all pledged to forego McDonald's. We've we've shown this. Over, studies have shown over and over again. And people want to fight me on this. I've done videos about it. I've done studies on it. And, and you've got Bernie Sanders and all the other crazy socialists out there that want to raise uh, an hourly wage to $15. It's ridiculous. People are like, well, you need a living wage. You know, people, first of all, working at McDonald's is not intended to be a living wage. It is a starter job. Unless you're going to go to their McDonald's university and become a manager and run a McDonald's. <laughs> there is a hamburger university. Don't laugh, Candace. There is hamburger <laughs> university, and you're going to do this. Look, McDonald's provides people with very significant careers. It has made people great careers, but not working in the drive-through lane. Mm-hmm. That's a retirement job. It's a starter job. It's a it's a stepping stone job to get you somewhere. When you raise that, when you and why does McDonald's keep getting picked on? Why why is it always about McDonald's? You're picking a business that can go fully automated. Mm-hmm. There, and they have more, in some areas. In some in places they have. Yeah. More, more of them have the kiosk. You go in, you don't even speak to anyone. You go 
punch your, your button. Push yeah. a button, get your thing. So keep asking for your 15 bucks an hour at that job and you won't have a job. I promise you, I'm eating more McDonald's than all of Bill de Blasio's campaign staff. So Probably. I'm not going to McDonald's anymore until McDonald's addresses these issues. Get a life. I mean, get a life. <laughs> This is crazy. Or it's just like Shake Shack. Shake Shack kind of did that um, in a pilot program. Yeah. But then um, they were also announcing that in Las Vegas, some of their locations were going to try a five-day work week. So they're trying to still, you know, only pay their employees so much because, you know, $15 an hour adds up a lot for (laughs) the employee. Well, they proved it in Seattle that it's a failed plan. Yeah. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. You know. Don't make a sandwich. Yeah. Come on. Pay me 15 bucks an hour. I'll make a sandwich. Well, speaking of putting the squeeze on the money, Georgia. So the the the, the Hollywood people decided that they were going to boycott Georgia and making movies there over this heartbeat bill. And apparently it's putting a little squeeze on the state's economy, um, which, of course, you would expect that. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a billion-dollar business for Georgia to go in there. And the reason, if you notice, most movies these days are made in Georgia. They get a huge tax break for going out there. Movies aren't made in Hollywood anymore. They're made in Louisiana. For the longest time, they were made in Texas. Mm-hmm. They were made right here in our studios. Uh, you know, yeah. taking advantage of the taxes that they don't have to pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Georgia California. gives them a tax break. Texas yeah. could not continue to provide that kind of tax break to the movie industry, so they moved to Georgia. Uh, most movies are made in Georgia. I, growing up in Georgia, I always spot movies that are made in Georgia because mm-hmm. I can just spot the trees and the landscape and things like that and I always know when it's there. But, you know, so the actors and producers in a, the wake of this abortion restriction, they said, well, we're not going to make, because they call Georgia Yallwood, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> it's the third largest production hub, uh, drawn big names. You know, they do The Walking Dead there, the Black Panthers film there. So they give incentives, big incentives. Jason Bateman, you know, I like Jason Bateman as an actor. You know, he says he's not going to work in the state if the heartbeat bill survived legal challenges. Mark Duplass, who's a filmmaker, mm-hmm. he said Hollywood's not going to film in Georgia until the legislation was reversed. Okay. I mean, you're talking free money here. I mean, this is, exactly. You know, this is not, Georgia didn't build its economy on Hollywood movies. Mm-hmm. They got free money from it. Exactly. And they, I mean, Marvel just finished not too many years ago, like their big studio, like that is their hub. That is their sole base out there is Marvel Studios. So yeah. where's Tyler Perry's deal? It's over in Alabama, right? I or has he got one in so. Atlanta? Because he's I from think, Atlanta. No, I think it's in Atlanta. I think you're right. Yeah. So he built a big one out there. So those yeah. guys are being super silent about mm-hmm. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, knowing Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia personally, he does not care. Like he doesn't care. I've heard Brian Kemp say, look, they might vote us out in a couple of years, but they're going to know we have been here. Yeah. And, and he's going to do the right thing based on his convictions. And so with all these folks in the film industry have just said that what they're going to do is they're going to leave the state. They're going to pledge donations to the ACLU mm-hmm. uh, and other groups challenging the abortion measure. Our buddy, uh, Pastor Greg Locke, who we'll have on the show here pretty soon, he was... Uh, Going, where was he going? He was going somewhere to speak at an event, and he's so outspoken against the abortion industry, Planned Parenthood. They were they were accepting donations in his name, and so when he got mm-hmm. there at the local Planned Parenthood, he took a picture and posted it. They said, "Thank you, Pastor Locke. We have now received like twelve hundred dollars in your name." Seriously, grow up, people. I mean this this is just it's it's twelve hundred. Yeah, 
<laughs> and I don't think it's going to harm Georgia, like if they no. decide to pick up and leave, because a lot of studies have shown that like these incentives, these filming incentives don't really pay or don't really benefit the city that much because the whole proposal of it is that like you'll have movie stars moving in they'll need hotels they'll need you know local restaurants and they'll be shopping they'll like bring revitalize the area and yeah. that's never really happened yeah so My thing is like how long will that last like they need those big studios in georgia so if they move out Georgia's gonna be like okay we have so much other stuff to make money with we don't really need you but the filming industry does need that and they and need then big studios, and they need the assets that Georgia has, and therefore they're just going to come probably right. Of course back. they are. They're going to wait yeah. for the dust to settle, and and they're also they've got to have those tax incentives. Hey, are you going to keep making movies in California where they just undid the ban on the high capacity magazines for guns? I mean, you, you you're outspoken about that. Of course, guns kill everybody, right? They're killing our kids. So, are you going to ban making movies in California because they've passed that bill? I mean, it's mm-hmm. hypocrisy. You're just going to pick and choose the things that sound good. Um, they're not. Are you going to move out of Hollywood? I mean, come on, Jason Bateman. Are you going to sell your house in Beverly Hills, wherever you live? I don't know. Are you going to move out? You know, West Hollywood, are you going to shut it all down? What's the deal? West Hollywood's now banned. That's another news item here. West Hollywood's now banned smoking. Exactly. And you can only go to cigar lounges if you're going to buy tobacco products. You mm-hmm. can't buy chewing tobacco, dipping tobacco, cigarettes. You can't. They're going to be the first place in California. They're banning that. Are you telling me you can't smoke? Or Are you guys going to boycott that now? They're all going to go move to Canada. No, they're not. They're going to threaten to move to Canada, yeah. and I wish they would move to Canada. Brandon, you ever thought about the fact they don't want to move to Mexico? Yeah. Yeah, you ever think about that? Nobody wants to move to Mexico. They want to let all the Mexicans in. Or they ain't even Mexicans. It's Guatemalans and Hondurans and, you know, those kind of folks and, and from those that are coming through Mexico. But nobody wants to move to Mexico. Everybody wants to go to America 2.0. Canada, yeah. They want to go to Canada. Canada. Because they think that people are like them. And those people who are threatening that, they're the ones who are racist. Don't call me a racist yeah. because I want strong borders and national security. Move on to Mexico. Come on. Put your money where your mouth is, Mark. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Preach it up. Angry white male. I know. <laughs> we have the most diverse team between this show and Humor Me. We have the most diverse team. And then my management agent. We got the most diverse people. So shut up. People can't call us anything. We don't even know where Candace is from. Are- We're going to keep it a mystery. People that are getting mad about the racist stuff I mean, they have no clue what's going on in mexico like they, they have they haven't been down there and mm-hmm. lived through it which i mean neither have you've been to mexico well i've been there but i'm not gonna live there i've been to honduras for more than me too right in the times. middle of the villages so numerous I know. times <laughs> yeah. i was I scared go, i used to go pull teeth in honduras yeah, yeah you have seen those things but i used to go do dental work in, in honduras in the villages like volunteer based or yeah are you also a dentist? Because you a are. Dentist. You wear many hats. You don't have to be. I, I, yeah, well, I mean, I was down there with dentists and oral surgeons, but uh-huh. I mean, I've got enough medical training that I was down there and doing stuff. I mean, I've I've delivered babies in Honduras. I've done it in Nicaragua. I've done it in in Central America, Guatemala. I've done it in all these places. And I mean, I've been involved in C sections in Nigeria. I mean, I've done all this stuff. So. It's I, I've been there and I've seen it and I'm telling you you want to go you want to take a trip with me let's go down we'll do an educational tour to Nicaragua and I'll show you how this thing works 
I'll, I'll go down there to Honduras. I mean, I can remember we're down there in the villages and people walk up with guns stuck in their belt and machetes mm-hmm. in their belt. People walking around with no arms because they got into a fight or they got into a dispute with somebody in the village and they took that machete to them and hacked their arms off because that's that was justice. Yeah, that's how they were doing it in Honduras. You know, Honduras has more homicides than any country on a planet. Yeah, because I'm sure if those you know people that are saying, "Oh, let them all in," yeah, I'm not going to name names. Um, name names. Until they've gone there and seen, <laughs> until they've gone there and seen those things. Yeah, yeah. You you don't want that here. Perspective on. You don't want that here. Exactly, and you won't find out until it's too late in the process of like that happening. That you're like, oh, maybe this was not the best idea. So on this watch, so on this page right here, if you're watching this on Facebook, the Watch Chad Prather page. So that page actually belongs to Blaze. It belongs to Blaze TV. It doesn't belong to me. So I, I, they put Blaze news articles out throughout the day, three or four or five a day. Uh, my videos are on here. We utilize this page because it belongs to Blaze. And I grew it to whatever, a couple million people, but it's it belongs to the Blaze. And mm-hmm. so throughout the day, the the folks over in the think tank, over in the in the news division, they'll post some Blaze.com articles. And the other day they posted an article on my page about a guy who raped, an illegal, who raped an 11-year-old kid. And so obviously people reacted to that with comments in the thread and were, you know, really going after the guy. And this lady sends me a message and said, I thought you were a Christian. Why would you put something so hate filled up there so that people could comment and tear people down? Why are you creating division? I'm like, well, I didn't tell her. I mean, one, I didn't post it. But two, I I would have posted it. I'm not afraid to let people know. And so it's a news story. This is what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. This is what happens when you let unaccountable people into the country, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and the potential for crime and, and all these things happens. And I, I, I'm not responsible for people who comment on my page. I'm not going to yeah, go through no. and police all that. Who's got the time to do all that kind of stuff? But this is something that affects Americans. And people always talk about, like, wanting to have those hard conversations. But once it gets to the, you know, hard conversations, they're, like, wanting to back out and yeah. wanting to change the subject and... That's not how it works. Look, I wouldn't go down to places like Honduras and Nicaragua and Guatemala and Mexico. I wouldn't go to those places if right. I didn't love those people. Mm-hmm. Why would I go? What would I? I mean, I would, I'd, I'd go down there and get dysentery for a couple of days from eating, you know, drinking bad water or happen to, or getting an amoeba down there. And you puke for four days and you oh, went down God. there to work with people and help people for 10 days and come back and you go back every time, several times a year. Why would I go down there if I didn't love them? Yeah. If exactly. I didn't care about them, if I didn't care about their well-being. That's why that's why everybody wants to talk about, oh, you just hate brown people. Why would I go to their country and work with them side by side? Exactly. Help them. Doesn't I can't even sense. tell you the things I've seen down there. Bed sores on guys that were that were that were crippled who who were so deep it was all the way to the bone through their through their rear ends. I mean, and, and rubbing salve on people who had skin diseases that were borderline leprous, that, that smelled so bad that you couldn't even walk in the same room with them without having to fight back the gag reflex because these people were so diseased. And you're going in there trying to put medicine on them and help them. Mm-hmm. And, and you're like, why would I do that? 
if I didn't care, you, you know? have to have a vested interest. Like <laughs> yeah. It's like... So, I mean, what, when I, I had a guy the other day who told me that, you know, we have we have an orphanage in Thailand. We have an orphanage in Cambodia that that we help build and we support. And, and you know, we've we've given our time and our money and all these things helping getting these teenage kids, these little girls off the street so that they don't go into prostitution. And we work with them and we, and we help these people and people are on there full time working with these things. And I'm like, why would we do that if we didn't care? And somebody says, oh, you just it's just it's just one of your Christianity indoctrination camps that you're doing. You jackasses are the biggest fools on the planet. This is why I become an angry white male. Like, are you kidding me? That time. Yeah. I mean, you, you become I'm an indoctrination camp because we're pulling children off the streets before the human traffickers get them and turn them into prostitutes. Do you understand how many you freaking perverts go out there and, and are hiring 14-year-old girls as prostitutes in Thailand? I know people, I've heard of people who go over there for 14 days at a time just so they can have a big, long sex excursion and sleep with 14-year-olds. And we're in the yeah. indoctrination camp. Give me a break, man. We're working with people because we love them. Mm-hmm. We love them. You can't satisfy everyone. I mean, there's just no way... But not only that, it's just, I don't want to satisfy anybody. And I'm not doing it for anybody's pat on the back or accolades. I just want to, you know, you go out there and you help people and you do these things. You take Mercury One. I mean, they got boots on the ground right now with all these tornado locations. People are dying, you know. Uh And, and, you know, you go out there and you do it. And then what people want to do, I don't like Glenn Beck. Shut up. (laughs) Good God almighty. Because you disagreed with the man's political opinion. Get a life. Exactly. Nobody cares that you don't like Glenn Beck. Nobody cares if you like or dislike LeBron James. I mean, the guy's done good things. Oprah Winfrey, I don't care if you agree with her politics. She's done good things for people. She's a humanitarian. But when, like, those charities are coming out and helping people, they're not asking those people, like, hey, before we go through with this, what are your political beliefs? Yeah. Are right? you a Republican or a Democrat? <laughs> exactly, because this is going to change this transaction. <laughs> That's the world we live in, Candice. Exactly. I, know, I mean, it's just dumb. Like, if you think through it, if you really think through it, mm-hmm. it, it's just ludicrous the world we live in. Don't eat McDonald's, de Blasio. Good God, what are you polling at for the presidential election? You're like Swalwell. You're at 0%. No one wants you to be president. And Eric Swalwell, let's talk about this fool who yeah. tweeted me on Sunday with his smart-ass comment. Where's the thing that he came up with? I loved his interview. He tweeted you? Yeah. I missed that. How did I miss that? We went back and forth, but he knew he wouldn't answer me. Kevin Wade, our buddy Kev, K-Dub, he even called uh, him out. He was like, come on, dude. You are a presidential candidate who refuses to respond with the real answers. That's why nobody wants to vote for you. From one angry white male to another. <laughs> this interview, what was he, sitting in the park? I saw this. I yes. retweeted it at 3 o'clock this morning. Down to earth, sitting at a park. Yeah, he's like, where's that stupid thing? There he is. Right. He's just a certain type of white guy. So here's a dude running on uh, on intersectionality and identity politics once again, and he, he says he says I'm a I'm a white guy that doesn't see other identities. Sweet you, Lord, I hate human beings. Just identified himself. As I a mean, white my guy. God, you just identified your own color skin. Who cares what your color is? It's skin pigmentation. Freaking melatonin, man. I'm a white guy that doesn't identify. Oh, or understand other experiences. He says, if you don't understand other experiences, you should not be president. 
I've said it over again. Like, he looks like a dude that should be named Todd. No offense to people named Todd. But, you know, he's like the guy that comes to the family reunion. And you haven't seen him in five years, but he's got a new business opportunity, multi-level marketing thing. Let me show you how to how to get this new oil. It works, man. I'm telling you, it'll make your gout go away 100%. He says he understands. <laughs> he says, I understand. I do. And he said, and, I know that guy. I know, right? <laughs> There would be gaps in my knowledge or my experience. He says, I'll pass the mic to people who do have that experience. I've also pledged that I would ask a woman to serve as vice president. How lovely. Shut up! <laughs> what is wrong with you? He's covering all the... He's got it. She, everything. I mean, yeah. come on, dude. Like, like, I don't care if you're qualified for the job. You have a vagina. You're qualified now. <laughs> well, I mean, he's going to ask a woman. That should be enough, right? Just That's all you got to do. Any woman. Here's a trick. Just go ahead and pass the mic, Todd, over to, over to a woman and just don't be president at all. If a woman is so great because she's a woman, just let her go ahead and be president. Why don't you pass the mic to Kamala Harris, Amy Klobuchar, or Elizabeth Warren? They're not polling at 0%, you tool bag. <laughs> this guy's a fool. Mark! Come on. He's a fool. <laughs> You're polling at zero percent. Just pass the mic to Elizabeth Warren. At least she's polling. At least she's up there. Maybe he's at like point zero two percent or something. Maybe he does have a number. Which is the same as zero. But she's not totem <laughs> <But> polling. <laughs> <laughs> she's not totem polling. She's one in ten twenty fourth totem polling. Wow, Steve. And that right there is why that man stays around. <laughs> yes. He's your Sherpa. He is my Sherpa, Sherpa Steve. Where was I on Swalwell? Swalwell Todd. We're at the part yeah. where you were yelling loudly. Oh. Yeah, we were on that for a minute. What's that? Oh, yeah, we were still on the. Yeah. I mean, he is a white guy amongst a whole running group of other white guys. But he's he's a different kind of white guy, I guess. I'm a different kind of white guy. Can you be guy. a different? So here's what he tweeted me back. He's not as old as the others. <laughs> so the other day, so the other day, he put a tweet out about wanting people to donate $5 to him because he wanted to end what Trump was doing with kids in cages and all of these kind of things. And so I commented back and I said, show me a kid in a cage. Mm -hmm. So, and also I made fun of the fact that he put the tweet out this week about these are two flags that I fly 365 days a year. It was the American flagpole next to his office door. And there was the gay pride flag, which by the way, he was flying backwards because purple comes first and (laughs) in the rainbow flag. And he was flying it and you could tell it had just come out of a, package that he probably gotten in from china on amazon.com and it's like dude if you like steam the thing if you're flying at 365 it sure is awfully wrinkled Mm -hmm. stop freaking virtue signaling bro stop and so he puts this deal out there and i made the comment about you know how can you not pay somebody five dollars to steam that flag (laughs) iron that flag for you you're asking for five dollars so they come back at me about kids in cages and i said show me a kid in a cage so he posts a link of an, of an Atlantic, or no, it was a Guardian article, mm-hmm. talking about, um, you know, kids in cages and how the Trump administration is blah, blah, separating families. And I commented back and I said, look, dude, they've already proven that with the use of the Associated Press and how they kept using the term cages of how it's semantics, because just because you're using a chain link partition, mm-hmm. that does not mean it's a cage. Right. 
Juvenile detention centers put people in cages. They put I, American kids in cages. You I know why? I put my grandson in a uh, pack and play. It's a cage. <laughs> but, I mean, cricket, you cricket. broke the law. You have to be detained somehow. Exactly. You come to the border. We don't know if these kids are with their parents. It's been proven that many of them are with traffickers. They're yeah. They're being used by total strangers as a means to get by and to claim mm-hmm. asylum. They have to be separated and vetted. How do you want to do this thing? So I said, okay. And they were like, oh, I can't believe you're going to use this, you know, whataboutisms. Because I said, what about Obama? Hmm. He did, he's doing the same. Obama did the same thing. Exactly. Well, these whataboutisms. Well, then answer the freaking whataboutism. What about Obama? All the pictures come from the Obama administration. Listen, mm-hmm. it's stupid. Hey, you got to, hey, okay, so Swalwell, I'm asking you again. I asked you on Twitter. What's your plan for detaining illegal aliens? How are you going to do it? How are you going to do it? I mean, cricket, Syria cricket. has refugee tent cities. Is that wrong? Are those tent cages? I mean, what, what are you doing? What do you plan on doing? They're illegals. Is a rule of law not matter to anybody? And then, of course, all the, 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 no-face, the no-face trolls that have 69 followers after being on Twitter for nine years who, who oh, we shut up. You're, I mean, ugh! You ever feel like Alex Jones? Sometimes. I just take my shirt off and start screaming and throwing things and breaking lights in here. Oh, not that far, no. No? I mean. I, it's just like you, people want to get on Twitter, and, and they troll me, and they get on this thing, this kick about, oh, you're so angry about things. Yes, I am. Because you people irritate me with your ignorance. They just don't want to see it. Y'all should hear him at home. He's like this, but like <laughs> jacked up on steroids. Wait, the truth comes out. There we go. It does. I don't. I don't care. Look, I exist to make fun of stupid people. That's what I do. That's what comedy angry? is. No, it's actually entertaining to me. What a great existence, though. That's fun and entertaining. And it just comes at you <laughs> in just megabytes and terabytes <laughs> these days, and just an endless amount uh, of material. And speaking of stupid, I got to bring up AOC again because apparently there was a tornado warning in Washington D.C. This chick is just oh! Did you hear her going on and on about it? Yes, I saw I saw a little bit, but then I read, like, the excerpt. Yeah, apparently Fully. the tornado moved to miss the city so quickly that they ended the watch shortly after. Apparently, this is a thing that happens in the summer here with increasing intensity. <laughs> Tornadoes are challenging to link to climate change links due to their fu- nature. Oh, my sweet Lord. But we do know that tornadoes have been changing. They're no longer limited to the Great Plains and are shifting to other regions of the country. Because of climate change. All because of climate change. Yeah. We have tornadoes now in Texas because of... I have gout because of climate change. I heard that true. I have erectile dysfunction because of climate change. It's party time, Mom! (laughs) Golly. That's what's funny. Like, we know. (laughs) We know. You don't have to tell us. That doesn't happen around the house, Brandon. Oh, climate <laughs> crisis is real, y'all. Guess we we're casual tornadoes in growing regions of the country. But I love what the weatherman said. He said the congresswoman does not know the difference between weather and climate. Let's try an easy analogy. Weather is what outfit you wear heading out the door. Climate is your closet wardrobe. There you go. Boom. That's fair. Man, she doesn't know anything about anything. But what's a casual tornado? Well, that's what I want to tell you know. what the folks in Oklahoma and Missouri who are dealing with these tragedies right yeah. now. I promise you, it wasn't a casual tornado. Casual. People have been hurt. They've been they've been killed. And it's a bad, bad. Yeah, deal. that's not good. Some so, of those tornadoes yesterday were up through Ohio. 
yeah. that are not normally there. Was, really? Yeah. Look, there's no question about it that tornadoes have moved further east. They've moved further up into the Midwest. It's kind of expanded that tornado alley. Mm-hmm. But come on. I mean, okay, so it's a weather pattern. It's 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 things that have happened. <sighs> Is that climate change? Oh, my Lord. Your climate change. Oh. There's not <laughs> a lot of climate happening in AOC's brain. I, oh, she's fun, though. I'm surprised they haven't come back at the weatherman for making that analogy, though. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be fun. Though. That was a good analogy. Yeah, it was. It made sense. Yeah. Okay, well, we're gonna get out of here. I love y'all. God bless you. That's the news. I, you know, there's just stuff going on in the world today. I love yelling about it. It's fun. It is fun. It's fun. Candice. Yes. Always a pleasure. It is. It's fun Always being in fun. here. Go to watchchat.com. I'm going to be all over Texas. we got a show coming up June 14th in Stafford, Texas. Those tickets are on sale. June 15th, San Antonio, Texas. Tickets are on sale. The 16th, we're going to be back in Huntsville, Texas. Uh, And that's a Father's Day show on a Sunday evening. So come hang out. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to party. Party time, Mom. And then we're going to go. we got the Diamond and Silk event in Houston on the 18th. So we're going to be all around Houston. Uh, you can get your tickets, um, Viewer's Voice. Is that what that's called? Viewer'sVoice.com. Either way, you get on my socials and you can find the Diamond and Silk event that's coming up. Come see us. We're going to be at the Marriott down in Houston. And we're also going to be in New Braunfels, Texas. I think uh, Cooper Wade's going to be with me on that. We're going to do a little comedy, but we're going to, if you've ever been to a Cooper Wade and, and Chad Prather show, we have a lot of fun with that. And I think we're going to do a live CD recording of that event and we'll put it out there for people to be able to hear it so those are always fun cooper and i've been talking about for a year now doing a live recording of that show and i think we're going to go ahead while we're in new Braunfels. so if you want to come out to the live taping we're going to put we're going to do that record it for cd and everybody's been asking for it and cooper and i haven't done a show together and god i guess we're going on eight months now so that's a fun one everybody needs to come down there y'all need to come down to the new Braunfels deal it's the 29th of june it's close yeah yeah, come on down. It's going to be a blast. We're going to be at um, Urban Stage. I probably messed it up. New Braunfels. Great place. I love y'all. God bless you, Candice, Party Foul Steve, Barn Burning, Brandon, and the Puppet Master Mark. And for the ever-absent Hot News Natalie, who we hope will get better today. Mm-hmm. I love y'all. God bless you. God bless America. And may the America be blessed by God. We'll talk to you later. Love y'all. God bless you. Bye. Bye.